and I feel like I've, 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 I've asked this before, but would you be inclined to have an arranged marriage and would you trust the choice that, or who chooses the arranged Is it your mom or your dad who chooses the man in, a, in an arranged marriage type Either. situation? Whoever, any of your family members, or even a, a, one of your relatives or whoever. Would you trust them to make a nice decision? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to this episode of the Nasa Around Podcast with me, Rahma Ramadan. <laughs> Kevin, there you go again with my name. I mean, I know you want to be me, but calm down. <laughs> anyway, this is a That's So Haram podcast. Now guys, sit down and enjoy the episode. I am going to go and grab my pork. That's so haram, Kevin. <laughs> okay, there we go. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to this week's episode of the That's Our Ram podcast. Ah, fuck, we we already even have an intro. Yes, we do. So, no more having to. My name is Kevin Gakere and Rahma Ramadan. You're always the one who's stealing my name. Ati? Every time. See, because I want to be light skinned once in a while. Jikubali, say. Ati? Jikubali. G accept. Jiamini. The most you can do is just use Snapchat filters and that's we need about to it. Start, we need to start with a proper intro at least once. We always start saying it and then we just divert. It's Talking about feces and stuff. But we have a proper intro. We have a proper intro. That we recorded like 10 times. No problem. It still doesn't They don't matter. need to know that. Oh, wait, chill. Ah, ni, ni, I, I am burning. Umechoma. Nimeburn. Umeburn. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 30 of the That's So Haram podcast. Can you imagine? 30 episodes. 30 episodes. Hold up, I'm checking the clipping. Ah, okay. Episode 28 and 27 will always haunt me. Always haunt me. I mean, sometimes I feel like guys just need to give us a break because we've given them 30 episodes see, and we started this thing without knowing anything about podcasting. Yeah, fresher. Everyone grows, man. Everyone grows. And this is our journey. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, so, guys, if you are watching this on YouTube and, you, and you're always seeing me checking down here, don't worry. I am I, not looking for rats. I, I don't have rats. I'm just checking to see if we are clipping or not. Clipping is that thing that happens when the audio becomes too high. I think I saw some things just running around your house. Oh, where, 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 please, where, where? I'm not telling people where you live, but it's, mm-hmm. it's, they're creatures. It's like an animal orphanage right we, here. We will start recording in your house with your mother there. Listen, we might as well be paying an entrance fee because we are seeing animals <laughs> and creatures. Like KWS please. <laughs> we, we actually have an audience today. We do. <laughs> Walking, <laughs> we do, we do. Oh, we we have another day. Well, where you stop joking by the by the by the I will I'll make a start recording at your house. No, 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 then please. you will explain to your mother what exactly it is that we talk about. First of all, you will not get into our house. Let's start from there. Ah, yeah, let's start from there. I will come and say, I, I, I am Rachma's boyfriend. Wow, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is. Probably the next day you'll see an obituary in the newspaper. We are actually married already, by the way. Wow. Aya, she, 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 she hasn't told you. I will be killed. Mister, I will be killed. Mr. Ramadan, your daughter is hiding things from you. Your, you know? Your daughter is, is hiding things from you. you I am just saying that. The next day you probably see my face on Twitter. And then guys said, oh my R. god, R. I was with her. I was with her just the other day. She was mean to me just the other day. And now she's dead. But but I think people would say nice things. But except one certain friend of yours who, who is sitting right here, he, he will not say the nicest things I about mean, you. that really doesn't matter. So let's just move people, along, please. People, I found someone who actually brings Rachma down. He, she, he brings her down a peg. You know? You, you know how, you know how like everyone like... like like likes bringing you up like even every time we post on instagram it's always ah mashallah hey dada ramadan hey this one i like this guy a lot actually you know what Uh there is something called longevity when you've known someone for a long time you let something slide i think just like one or two things you give them a pass if 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 that's the case then you have you then you're splashed because you're letting a lot of things slide i mean it's 2021. I've decided to be nice. Really? Yeah. Really? Just for like probably two months. But and still, then we're back to... But still not nice to me yet. I mean, I've not, I've not known you long enough. So what's a cutoff to become nice to you? 20 years? Probably. 20 years? Yeah, probably. You are, you are not even 20 yet. 
thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm a... <laughs> you are, by the, by the, by the, you are just about to do the, what all women do. Complain about their age. Like me. It's like, no, no, I'm, it's I'm like, taking it as a like, compliment. Why can women just stick to what you know? Do you want to be older? Do you, how, do you, do you want to be younger? When they are young, they want to be old. When they are old, they want to be young. But isn't that everyone though? Because I feel like just because guys don't vocalize it, deep down everyone wishes have, the, they have. had more time and whatever. But why is it that now when we're this age, we want to be older? I don't think... You want to be older? Some people want to be older. Do you want to be older? No. Okay. No, 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 no. Some, so sometimes I, I wish I was 16 again or 10. Hmm. 10 I do you, 10 do you is remember, too young you had no issues in life i didn't have to worry about where how i'm going to pay rent i didn't worry about how i'm going to pay for steamer i think 10 I is had too no young worries. i would i would wake up go and play with my friends go to school come back fail get beaten sleep fail. wake up <laughs> get beaten you enjoyed get, getting beaten life was much simpler i, I would i would uh, i'd rather be beaten by my father than beaten by life well, there's there's some sort of bliss that comes with that age, but I think for me, probably around thirteen, between thirteen to like eighteen. Really. Yes. Really. Yeah. By the way, ah, uh, but you know, like there's that beautiful time when you were when someone turns eighteen and become an adult, then they can ask, then they feel like, oh, I'm macho. I cannot go to the club. Mm. I cannot drink. Well, I can't relate to the club part, but... As in, how did you celebrate turning 18? Nothing. It didn't mean anything to me. I mean, you still can't even drive a car. So, like, like, how did you you celebrate turning 18? I I don't even think it meant anything to me, honestly. It did not. It wasn't something that I was looking forward to, to do anything that I never did before I was 18. For you, like... No, I, I just go, I remember I have to go and get an idea. Exactly, that was the first thing I was thinking, and I think around that time the school that I was in was helping you to get an idea, so it was easier. So they literally it was them telling you that next month you're going to get an idea. Because for Talk me, I think about. I turned my my birthday is on November, so January the first week they were giving me letters to go and get my idea. Talk about being born with a golden spatula in your mouth. No, I feel like did didn't most schools do that though? Hey, nope. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Wow. Nope. Okay. Nope. I'm sorry. I'm Audience sorry. says no. I'm Audience sorry. No. I'm sorry, guys. I'm you sorry. had to go in manana with the chief there with, uh, with that line. I get, did that too. Get there by five. But what they did is give me like an introductory letter, and ask me if I needed anything else to go and get my ID. Do you feel like it was because of the color of your skin? No, absolutely not. Are you sure? Yeah. You sure? Because, I mean, I mean, I have never gotten such treatment before. I think it was, it was um, something that our school would offer. Mm-hmm. So, and, even, even if you and, wanted to get a passport, they'd make it And easy what school was this? Well, a certain <laughs> school. A certain yeah, school. school. Anyway, so <laughs> that happened. So that is what I was thinking about. Moving on about. swiftly. Yes, that is Moving what I was thinking swiftly. about when, Moving when on I was swiftly. turning 18. Uh-huh. So I just got my ID. And then I was like, oh, okay. So now I can register my line with my name. That is what I was thinking. But back I then... I can do M-Pesa. But back then you didn't have to register You didn't have line. to. You yeah. didn't have to. But then the line that I was using was probably registered under my mom's or my dad's name. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I think it was a... Paid? I don't. I don't remember. Yes. So that's what I was thinking. I can get my own things now. Random, I, I can. R- random question. Mm-hmm. How did you feel the first time you got an Mpesa? Your first Mpesa. M D D B one four. You have received. Oh yes, I remember. I was I was uh, doing my internship in Mombasa, and then um, uh, well, we were not getting paid zero. You guys were those guys who who were being paid from the petty cash book. No, we're not being paid at all. Adi? We're probably we're being paid and then someone was just eating the money. Because we're working for the government. I was working at the judiciary. So, so we were being told that there was an allowance for interns. So but you someone guys, was just eating the money. So you guys were basically just working in the plantation to yes. throughout. S- we were slashing. Singing, singing, singing just some nice slave songs. Yes, yes. 
we were picking imagine. the cotton, it was us. It was us. So then, imagine. Yeah. Imagine. And imagine in twi- the... 2018, people are working in the, in the plantation. It was like in 2016, but yes. Yeah. Yes. Very good. Keep yes. exposing your age. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yes. I, I'm sure I mean, they wouldn't know. I, I'm sure that there are people here who have already f- figured out your age. It's fine. Sure. I really don't. It, it's not a Do big you? deal. Yeah, Do it's not you? a big deal for me, really. So, so say it. How old are you right now? Say it. I mean, I, I, I have said my age. And a part of it said, I'm 26. Hey, who would have thought? Ladies and gentlemen, hey, 20, 21 is off to a nice start. Oh, yeah. You you might actually be nice. You just might. So exposing my age makes me, well, exposing in quotes because really I don't have a problem with it. Because it nobody nice. knows jack shit about you. You never expose. I'm one who always just keeps exposing myself here. Oh, oh, the first time I did this. Oh, how, oh, how, oh, how we got trouble. What, how does Rachma ever talked about? Well, I mean, I don't uh-huh. know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So 2021 is off to a nice start. Maybe next time she may she may talk to us about who she might who she might or might not be seeing. Who who knows? Who knows? Who, who knows? knows? Who knows? Just as long as please don't be those people who get married and get pregnant and then I find out the day before. Probably. I have we I'd call we you. have a mutual friend who does who 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 we did do. that to me by we the do. way, we and do. she also listens to this podcast. By the way, if you know if, yourself, if, if I have still caught feelings. Hey, I, reach ha, out I, to ha, him, I, please. I have still caught feelings, by the way. Yeah. So please, just don't be those people who will go get married and then I'm realizing when I'm seeing it on Instagram. I'll probably call you like two days before. I think that's ample notice, right? Right. Great. Okay. 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 I mean, you already have a suit. What else do you want? I will pull up in slippers just in protest, by the okay, way. Okay. This is how you don't get let in into my wedding. But your wedding, either way, I can't come for it. The one where you're there, I can't. See, okay. That's another thing that I'm thinking about because I have many of my friends who are not Muslim. Yeah. And I'd really want to see them yeah. during my wedding. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe I'd probably have like a ceremony where they can come to. So what happens usually is that the actual signing of the marriage contract is called the nikah ceremony. So what happens is that you have the groom and a representative of the bride. Yeah. Who is probably the bride's father or an immediate male family member who is uh, from the bride side. Yeah. So that happens and then you're married without you being there. But of course your consent is sought before that. At least do me a favor of marrying someone that I know. I at, mean, that, at least what are the probabilities favor? though? I mean, I mean, it's You like, don't know very good Muslim men, do you, Kakere? What are you trying to say about my uh, about my Muslim friends? I don't male know. Friends? I don't huh? know. I'm just asking. Mm? It's a question. Abdi, Abdi, you, you uh, someone is coming after you, and luckily he is not from coast. Well, okay, yeah, that probably takes one. By the by, by the by the way, poor young men from Mombasa. Hey, you guys have no chance with Rahma. I, I'm just saying that for a fact. So, but I was telling you about the actual marriage ceremony and how I want to incorporate my friends. Leave the boys alone. <laughs> You have been called boys. <laughs> Mume, so, it was boys. That happens. And then now the groom comes to get you from your house, right? Yeah. So all that, it doesn't, all of that, the men, the men and the women are separate. Uh, they're separate. Yeah. So now when the groom comes, it's just your family only. And then later if you want to have a reception, mostly what happens is that the men are in their own venue or maybe the reception is just going to be for females only. Yeah. Right. So all that through all that, I probably won't see my friends who are male. Yeah. Right. So what people sometimes do is that they either have, um, the actual marriage contract thingy in a place where it's not a mosque so that the groom and the bride can do their vows together in person. Right. So normally that's like a family thing. Oh, I, close friends and family. I thought that it was like a garden wedding. Yeah, you could. I mean, once you get out from the mosque, you can do it anywhere, and then you can have both men and women there. Yeah. So that would be something that would be interesting to me, right? I, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Did during the female ceremonies, mm-hmm. do they play single ladies by Beyonce? They play all sorts of songs. Even does it have to be Muslim songs? I'm a, no, I'm a I mean people get down because. This is the only time where I, guys I, can go out and like party in some sort of a club setting. I would love in a halal way. I would love to see that single Muslim ladies party. 
bachelorette party mm-hmm. halal edition yeah i mean our weddings are pretty late some of them even have like a live band with uh, musicians performing like tara people singing mm-hmm. and everything mm-hmm. it's a big deal it's a big deal do they do the thing where the man has to remove the garter from the ladies no gosh no the teeth? i mean if the man is going to be there that's like Hey, that's very explicit. If the yeah. man is going to be there, he just comes in well, okay. So if the reception during the reception is just women only, right? Yeah. So yeah. people come in either for lunch or for dinner. Well, dinner before before Rona. Yeah. So lunch it's probably it probably starts at like one, right? So then guests come in after like an hour or an hour and a half, the bride comes in and then people take photos of bride, um uh, people dance with the bride and everything and then if she has a change of clothes probably like one or two other outfits she does that and then maybe towards the end like an hour before the reception is over the groom comes in and he just basically comes in to take the bride so he just come in with his um friends maybe like four of his friends like his entourage mm-hmm. sometimes the women don't allow that so the groom comes in by himself or maybe maybe by his sister or by his mom mm-hmm. with his mom so he comes in um goes to the bride it's very different from uh the normal weddings or the christian weddings where the groom the the bride comes in after, after yeah. yeah so yeah. for us it's opposite yeah. so then he comes in and then probably take photos with the people together with the bride and then dance and then leave it's very short from um when the when the groom comes in yani yani you are a prior at your own wedding imagine oh must be nice yeah must so really so that's just nice. what goes down so throughout that the men and the women really don't mix so if at all you have male friends you probably won't see them and they won't see you during the wedding would you consider that oppressive i think it's more cultural and yeah. of course a bit of religious because you want the women to be free during a wedding you want them to dance you want you don't want they obviously don't want the, themselves to be closed i mean people have dressed up for this they've made their hair why can't they dance in, in front of their husbands well because it's the husbands and many other people yeah so it's considered no it's it's haram actually that's so haram hey, so um, hey. also like showing their bodies cuz this what? people what? yeah Hold on, what people have worn like tight clothes fitting clothing also oh, showing also oh, showing the bodies in the halal because when you say showing your bodies i mean i think of us something very different no people have worn like like very nice fitted dresses yeah. off shoulder their hairs out and everything legs oh, out yeah. so oh, then yeah. you have men there they won't be particularly free they won't enjoy the wedding so i think that actually is the premise of having separate functions and like funny enough in like the okay i don't call it the christian but like the normal uh, wedding where single mm-hmm. men and single women are together people go there to hunt oh yeah no yeah. even muslim weddings people go there to hunt i've found so many people who met their spouses during weddings so thing is the guys hang out in the back parking lot because most of them have probably brought their wives so they're just chilling for their wives or maybe it's the same venue for both of them but just different halls they are not doing the parking lot pimping t- type thing no 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 it's just maybe you have brought me to um the wedding yeah. it may be my friend my brother or my husband yeah and my friends are there So then maybe we've come together or we've seen each other there. So when we're leaving you see someone or you see one of my friends like oh who's that girl? Or maybe your friend sees one of my friends. Eh hey, because yeah. I I I feel like it's so easy for Muslim men. It's just yo who is she? Yeah, can I talk to her mother? Exactly. Next you know, you you are my see, see, lazi, Not even can I la, talk to her mother? Do you know where they stay? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Lazima Urshiluga. Yeah. Lazima Lazima Urshiluga. Hey baby, I work in a bank. Kumbe you kumbe you are a but you don't but you don't mention that. Just send your mom to Pimpiard. Hey, hey, would I really trust my mother's choice? Let me yeah. tell you the hey. things that I've heard mothers say about their sons and when you look at the son and you know the son you're like wow that's far from it at least for me i feel like my mom would be accurate really yeah but then how how much of yourself does your mom really know not much 
Exactly. Mm-hmm. So she might be saying things that she thinks are true, but not necessarily what your values are right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like I've I've I've, I've asked this before, but would you be inclined to have an arranged marriage and would you trust the choice that or who chooses the is it your mom or your dad who chooses the man in a, in an arranged marriage type Either. situation? Whoever, any of your family members, or even a, a, one of your relatives, or whoever. Would you trust them to make a nice decision? Uh, I wouldn't typically go for the classic arranged marriages because mm. the classic ones is that you know nothing, and the first time you're seeing each other face to face is during the wedding day. Are you serious? That's the typical classical arranged marriage. That would be an amazing reality show, right? But you know the people, be a show. the people whose marriages were like that and they're still together till today. And call it, we met at our wedding. So many people have met yeah. at their wedding. Then every episode, it is a new couple and see, and then we follow through with them three years after marriage. Well, some people have had really successful marriages. But question, do, do they have to wash their husband's feet? Uh, it depends with them though. Like Chef Ali. Chef, Chef Ali, Ali yeah, yeah. met his wife during the wedding. Really? Like after the contract has been signed, when he was going to the bride's house, that's the first time they saw each other face to face. It was an arranged marriage, like the classic arranged marriage. That is some confidence in your parents. I know, right? That is some confidence. But sometimes you know of the person, so you don't feel the need to ask more or to meet the person but let me ask how did you fall in love with someone that you just met you've just met and boom there you are wedding night wedding night you have to perform this is a nigga that you do not imagine i feel like these people don't get don't marry the person they're falling in love with they marry the person and then they fall in love with them later so here you are. I have met you at mm. our wedding. This is the first time I I am meeting you. Maybe you have a mole that puts me off. Mm-hmm. Then that night I'm supposed to shag you. Really? Probably you've seen my photos. They they actually they show you photos of the person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really. Mm-hmm. Then open and then you have three nipples. I did not sign up for this. I mean, I think okay. Some of those things traditionally are things that your mother should have told the other mother that, okay, um, if you have like a disability or just some something peculiar that should be important for them to know. Are you trying to say that three nipples is a, is a, is a, is a mm-hmm. disability? I just say that if you have you something peculiar... You pushing away franchise groups, mm-hmm. marginalized groups that listen I to this podcast. I did not. You have, you, you have, you have, you have pissed off other people. Now you want piss off the three nippled people, really? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, guys. Three nippled people, we love you, man. But this is like a marriage contract. This is a contract, so... But how would your mom know that you have, you have three nipples? Oh, I, oh, 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 yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure, yeah, for sure yeah. she would know because yeah. she gave birth to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Kevin. So, she'd say she is very beautiful, yes. She is supposed but to. She ha- but, she ha- but, but, but she has three nipples. It's like just letting her know. Let me, um, uh, let me ask because, I mean, we we know that this is a fact. Very, there are the number of Muslim men who definitely not not virgins by the time they're getting mm-hmm. married. You know, I mean, we, 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 ha- we have seen these young men f- Philander around with with our nice African girls, and mm-hmm. then they marry a Muslim girl, which is really mm-hmm. which really sucks. By the way, is it the same for you guys? Are you do you have to be a virgin? Am I, am I, is that if you're not, is something that has to be disclosed? So the rule is that you can't have sexual relations outside of marriage for Muslims. What if you have you? Regardless of whether you're a man or a woman, right? Uh-huh. So. But for a man, there's really no way to confirm now, is there? Exactly. So the expectation is that when you get married, you should be a virgin, right? Yeah. But of course, we know that's not the truth for both parties, right? What if, like, say, for example, you had a wild time, mm-hmm. you know, you met people who are not Muslim, you saw you saw this life is it's not too bad, you had a wild time, then you went back to Allah. Should you really be punished for that? Well... The Quran said you're going to be punished. How? Um, or you said you went back to Allah, like you repented. Yeah, yeah. No, then, of course, um, there are rules to repenting. 
then you just hope that Allah has forgiven you. No, that's fine. But now here you are having an should should your parents know that you had sexual relations before? I mean, if they found out or if yeah. you told them, yes, they'll know. And then, the, of course, they're supposed to disclose to the other, mm. to the other family, because it's something that, well, from my understanding, it's something that the the man's family will ask. But what if you little your parents and then, and then like he finds out after that, eh, eh, yo, this one was, it was, it's it's leading a, a little too easily. So this this is how um, people managed to not have relations before the the married. Yeah. I don't know if this is more for a religious or a cultural thing, but I think it's more of a cultural thing, right? So on the wedding night, what would happen is that you're forced to stay at the in-laws' place, so your husband's family's place, right? Mm -hmm. Or if you're in your house, then um, a woman from the husband's family would probably sleep over with you guys. So in the morning, she'd be the one to change the sh- sheets. Ah, so she would know if... That. right? Are you serious? Yes. So she'd know if you're if you a virgin or not. So the thing is, this is very di- discriminatory because it's all on the, on the, on yeah. the girl. No one cares about the man because there's a presumption that really in, he's okay. So in that situation... Say I find out, but I'm like, eh, eh, Mazay, this girl is too hot. I, I can't get any better than this. But the, but the woman finds out. Mm-hmm. So do you have to bribe her to kanyagi a story? Ama, you can put some food. Ama, you guys can agree and put some food, food coloring after. See, this thing is, a, is usually a big deal for the family, right? Yeah, yeah. So even if you're okay with it as the husband, it's definitely going to get to the families, but and it's going to be very, um, it's a it's a shameful thing, but, and it will extend to like your family, but your, your you, parents. But you are not the one sleeping with her. I am, and exactly if if, if I'm cool with they you, don't why care. Not? They don't care, and it's going to be a very shameful thing for your parents. The people are gonna say that they didn't raise you well. Shameful thing. Yes. Have you seen how many bodies some of these girls out here nowadays have? So now, I mean. That's very oppressive, first of all. Like, yeah. the whole practice is very oppressive. Um, and it's very one-sided. Yeah. I think it's more of a cultural thing. Yeah. But I can tell you that some people do it till today. Like, you can find that you're married and um, your in-laws expect you to spend, like, the first few days of your married life in the in-laws' house. Not because they're happy to accommodate you, no. But because they have to check whether you're a virgin or not. How do you have sex in your in your parents' house? And what if she is a screamer or he's a screamer? I, it's twenty. Some of these things. Some of these things are very cultural in that the the guy is told that you have to do because we need to see if the girl was falling around or not. So so what if she was? Some girls are even returned to back to their families because uh, yes, it's a big deal. Uh, it really is a big deal. So do they have to ask for the receipt? <laughs> See, that is the receipt. You remember they that see, there is a family, there's a, a woman, a lady family member of the of your husband's family who stays over with you. Or maybe she'd come in the morning and inspect. That's a bullshit. I mean, yeah. I mean, like, yo, I'm a guy, but that's a bullshit right there. That's a bullshit. It really does happen. And uh, were you shocked? At the... Ati una, ati u, una rudishwa yeah. kwa mzazi. Mm-hmm. Ah, cheki maze nini, ah, huyu wapana. Huyu wapana, mukona ingine. And yet, the person who's sending back the girl has been out there doing all sorts of things. And the mother knows. <laughs> Mostly men, we know, we, know, course, we know what you do. And of course, the we mother know what knows. You do, man. But when she was pimping him out, yeah, yeah, yeah. of course, he, she didn't say that. She pimped out the son as a perfect man. And of course, there are other uh, mothers who don't know because, I mean, we bo- we all know that there's some people who live double lives and their parents really don't know who they are. So, <laughs> I have very many n- names that come to mind, but you know what? 
I know snitch. And these are the people that you want to introduce me to? Wow. I still wow. owe you a blind wow. date, by the way. No, 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 no. You forced me into this. I did you volunteered. I did not. You volunteered. Ladies and gentlemen, if you guys don't know, Rachma Ramadan agreed for me to set her up on a blind date. And I and I and I absolutely That's because by the way. I know a hundred percent you can't get someone who's just normal. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. Say less. For I lack of you. a better word. I got you. Though though I asked you, man, we should record. You, you know what? The choice is not now up to you now. Ladies and gentlemen, put it down in the comments or we shall put it up on our Instagram. If you want us to record that blind date, please let us know. I mean, I agree to this thing. You can't. And again, For the life and of me, again, I can't ladies and gentlemen, it. my DM is still open if you want to if you want just a drachma. Camera pass on Zoom. Zoom. You know, Rachma, you know, Angalia he Malisafi, Malisafi. Malisafi, Mali Brown, you know. Before we start recording, uh-huh. my, my new person is probably not on Instagram. So. Ati, yeah, who you, who you, who you, who you. So, so, <laughs> so <laughs> hey, I'm not even looking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not looking. So, if you want, if if you like a shot, please reach out. I'm average DM. length. Look at him just pimping me up over here. Now, reach out, reach, reach out to me on DM at Kevin Gakere. Put your CV and say what you would bring to the table and what your bank balance is and how much you're and how much you're willing to spend on Rakma. Wow. Because guys, we need lights. <laughs> we need equipment. We need equipment. <laughs> we need equipment. We need, we, we need a bigger studio. We 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 just got in this studio now you want a bigger one yeah we need a bigger studio you see you see you can never satisfy women <laughs> you can never satisfy women we I just i just want us to grow man Ati? i have the best interest of our podcast at heart yeah so so you would agree with me that people need need, need to send their bank balance and how much you're willing to spend on rachma sure yeah exactly. for the sake of our podcast get yourselves a co-host like like this Co-host, come who you get yourself some get yourself someone like this. You're you're there for the food and you're saying I'm there for the food, but I'm there for the podcast. You are there as an investment exactly, opportunity. Exactly. <laughs> I am the partner that goes out to get the money. <laughs> Speaking of bank balances and everything, there's there's this thing that I haven't seen really anywhere else, just mainly in Africa. This this thing called black tax. Okay, some okay, some people call it black tax, right? Mm-hmm. This thing where if if you become a successful member, say your family, you're the only who has become successful, you have to carry the family on your back. You have to pay for your siblings to get through school and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's discuss that. Let's let us discuss that. That's a very heavy topic. We still have time. No, I'm not saying we don't have time. Mm-hmm. But especially particularly emotionally. What do you mean emotionally? Because I've spoken to people who do help their family financially yeah, and not yeah. because they want to, because they expect it to. Because you have made it and um, their relatives of yours or even your immediate family yeah. who haven't gone to school or they're in school and... Uh, your parents can't pay or maybe your parents are not there. Yeah. So yeah. you are expected to do that because you've made it. Mm-hmm. You're one of the few who have who've made it out from the family. Yeah. And if you don't, then you're seen as a bad person. And most of these people feel bad or end up resenting their family because they fall back and they can't they can't really grow as as a person. So, you see, probably you're earning a six-figure salary, yeah. right? But then the amount of people that are dependent on you, and you even have maybe your family, you have siblings, you're probably looking after like a whole village yeah. back home, right? Yeah. But they all think that you have a gold mine in Nairobi, and uh, you're living your best life. Kwanzaa, that notion that anybody who lives in Nairobi has money. Oh, they should just oh come my. here and say, oh my. Yeah. So you find that you're compromising on a lot and you're having to scale back on so many things such that all your salary goes into your expenses. You're even barely making it there and you have to send back money home and and um, take care of so many other people at home 
that you're left with like zero savings. You can't do anything. Can I can I maybe put it can I maybe think um I have a different opinion on that. Mm-hmm. The reason why I like it not not that you have to just the community around is that that's what makes us African. Like literally in the US you you never come in of hunger and you and you have no idea or don't really care. In Africa, it's very easy for my neighbor to come to my house and be like, "Yo, I don't have any food. Do you have any food?" But I think that's and different from but black please, tax, but though. but please, neighbors, let me tell you, there's there's this one time. I it's a Monday night. I'm, I'm I have gone to sleep because I want to wake up early the next morning. This is where I was living before. Someone comes to my house at midnight. Ring rings rings my doorbell. Ask ask me for tissue paper. Now that's not African. That's just lazy. But. But like that's what makes us African, you know, that you have to take care. But I don't like that that you that you're forced to. But if it's your immediate family, mother, father, and children, your parents have worked their ass off to get you to where you are. So who you are is a huge definition, is plays a huge role into who you are now. What how they raised you, right? But but the way you have to take care of your siblings, mm-hmm. which is fine. Until you see me start, start getting because some siblings start getting lazy, they they expect money every month so they won't even do anything. You will yeah. find they are going around fathering twenty children in the village, mm-hmm. and the guy earns twenty Gs a month. And they're planning on your money. Exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly. Like, ah, I mean, I think there's ah, a difference when sh- you're willingly okay with it, but when you're expected and it's forced onto you, the guy then that's will, a difference. The guy called ah. I have one other child or some bullshit like that. So it's it's a cash into situation. I respect because I have friends who actually do that. Or I have friends whose parents are taking care of other people's kids. You know, maybe they can afford maybe they can afford school fees and stuff like that. Um but it's it's just like how 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 they say teach a give a man a fish you feed him mm-hmm. for a day. Teach a man how to fish you have you have you have needed him for a lifetime. But some siblings end up getting so comfortable in that that they don't want to work hard for you. Now that's where I draw the line. But if it's generally like your like your parents have struggled to get you to get through to, to, to get you through where you are, and you and you're here living your best life in Nairobi as a CEO or a socialite, I don't know, and there you are living in Karen and your mama and your mom and dad are living in a hut in in. Where in Western or in something Yanza. like that, yeah, in Yanza. Apparently, I hear most laws that's that's yeah, that like like fucking shame on you, mm. shame on you, man. Yeah, that that's absolutely not the case. Yeah, I think most of the people who I know have said that it hasn't been the best thing for them, and of course they've ended up resenting their family and yeah, they they're just miserable because of it, and they're not where they 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 should be in life, where they think they should be in life because of it is more to do with like the extended family yeah. who just expect you to, you know, dish out cash because you've made it, you know. And uh, a lot of them have also said that they end up understating what they're earning to their family. Like if your parents ask you, oh, how much do you earn? Or your family ask you how much do you earn? So if you earn 100,000, you probably say like 50. How would you start telling because your parents how much you earn? Or there's some people who I'd ask. I tell them. I don't there's think some I'd people ever... who ask. Actually, especially, well, most people have found that want to plan for your money. So they need to know. And it's probably like a sneaky thing. Yeah? So then they understate what they're earning because they don't want to seem like they have extra cash to give. And those people ask you, you earn a lot of money and you don't have a family. You're not married. You don't have kids. Because now you f- they see like you don't have a responsibility because you're not married and you don't have kids. Now you should give out money because they feel like you have if all it this money. Is, if it is your mom, if it's your mom and dad, I mean, uh, mom and dad, I wouldn't feel bad. I mean, yeah, that's money. that's out of the but question. But Uncle Joroge is, is yes. asking me how much I earn. The fuck mm. do you want to know that for? I mean, there's some people who really don't even disclose to their parents how much they earn. My parents don't don't know how much I earn. Yeah. Except one who has employed me. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But but other but other than that, yeah, exactly. I feel like some sometimes we speak so much from a situation where it's not even the norm because most of these people out here have terrible relationships with their parents. Their parents are actually very toxic in that they can't. They would rather lie to them about how much they earn yeah. than 
just be open and tell them the truth. And know? and it's like I think it's just a matter of education as well because there's a father you'll tell how much you earn and he won't prank up your money. He'll be like, now, what I suggest you do is that mm-hmm. part of this money, put it aside, put it in T-bills and put it stuff like that. That way it'll grow. Yeah. But I was like, at your earning what? Uh-huh. Right. You know, there are, there, are, there are such people. Or they bug you every time. Send me money, send yeah. me money, send me And that money. is why I feel like we really need to have that f- that financial podcast by mm-hmm. there. And it's and guys, it's 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 coming soon. It's coming soon because people trust their parents for so much, mm-hmm. but maybe the parents don't really know. Like like some parents will tell you to open a kiosk. Some some parents will, will tell you buy an buy an Uber or something. Or maybe like, there's some that are drinking away all exactly. the money and now they, they're looking for another source exactly. of income from exactly. you, right? I think um when COVID started, there's so many people who are running businesses and um there there were so many articles going around, entrepreneurs talking about how they're dealing with COVID. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. also dealing with black tax. So oh, that's the nice. that's the point where yeah. I became very aware of it yeah. because now entrepreneurs were giving tips on how they built their businesses, ha- even though they were expected to give all this money to yeah. help their families yeah. financially. So there's so many people who tried to work around it, yeah. but still they they say that it's very difficult. And there's also another aspect of business. Say you say you have a business. Um, and you are like your parents are like employ this person, employ this cousin of right. yours, employ this person of yours, and these people come to your company and they feel so fucking entitled. And they don't even have the qualifications. They don't do jack shit. Yeah. But the guy is there thre- threatening people, telling them, you know who you need to, who you need to. Funny enough, by the way, where where I work, we don't employ any relatives at all. It doesn't matter. We don't employ any relative at all. That's a rule that my dad put up, and I stand by it as well. Yeah. Because the moment you start having uh, that kind of thing, the other employees will know that oh, who you knew, it's he's from the same family. He'll he'll tell you the guy probably didn't even know. Uh, you know. So it brings about the question: black tax. It's not too bad. But how do you do? But how do you support your black tax? Do you employ? your people uh your people or do you use your connections to get them jobs i you think know? that's better the yeah. second option probably is better but but maybe your family won't see it like that maybe your family wants you to employ him you know but then what do they want they want a job and they want to earn money then i'm just gonna they want but, give you but many of can. them want to come to your company so that so that they know how much you make exactly no just go somewhere else but many people do that. Like I have friends who have employed their relatives, and it never, it never works well. It never works well. You find his own who's illicit. You find his own who's actually stealing from you. They really never work. Many of them are. What the are you going to tell them? You, there's no. Well, you're expected not to take them as an ordinary employee, so they can't be subjected to like disciplinary measures. No, they should be. Well, they should be yes, but yeah. there's an expectation that because they're family, you can't subject them to the normal dis- disciplinary measures is that it is it your business or your relative's business ni 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 ama ni he's entitled no he's not he's fucking not no i'm saying he comes there like he's entitled so of course you can't do anything that's the thing that's the thing that's man. why i'll just send you somewhere else man this black tax is a catch it's a, it's like a catch 22 situation it because really is. you really can you really avoid black tax though can you, can you really avoid it? I know there's some people who choose not to, other than their parents yeah. and their siblings. But they you, just don't. But that's still a form of black tax. So can you really avoid black tax? Yeah, that's also a form of black tax. I think yeah. you just choose. You just choose what you want to support. And immediately after you choose, then you shouldn't think about it as a bad thing because then it would affect you mentally, definitely. Because you'd be at work thinking, I'm just working for other people. This yeah. money is not going to benefit me at all. Yeah. And if you're constantly working hard at your grind and yeah. you're not seeing the fruits of it, it can really mess you up. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. probably end up resenting what you're doing, the people that you're working quote unquote for. <sighs> by the way, by the way, I feel like I'd I'd want to hear from the audience. So ladies and gentlemen, um 
if you want to dm us DM, like like how, how whatever you you could just let us know what you guys think about uh black tax in general is it a good thing is it a bad thing me i like it and i don't like it yeah. at the same because i like that it makes us african because the beauty of being african is the community the community you know like how those days if you were caught doing something bad your neighbor would whoop your ass yeah and take you to your mother and then your mother whoops your ass as well but you will find you will find you I'll walk around and find my neighbor's kid out there doing cocaine and I can't do anything about it you can't do anything now I go and slap something away what are you doing taking these bad things then your mother was up and beat me but your son was on doing cocaine I think I like the Africanism of yeah, ours I like before that. then. But I don't know, now you can't do that. You can't do such a thing. You cannot thing. touch somebody's child. Yeah. It's like, it's like I, I was talking to uh, my friend's younger brother, right? So, I was, so he was telling me how in their school they, they aren't beaten. I'm like, you guys aren't beaten? Like, no, the, the teacher can't beat us. I was like, really? Mm-hmm. Really? Ask that moment that your teacher tells you go and sit at the parade ground. And you know the parade ground is right next to the principal's office. Ooh, you just know. I know some people who are beaten even all the way through high school. Yeah, I, I, I was, I was one of them. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure if more allowed, we would also be beaten in uni as well. Please walk me through how a grown person uh, who is probably in form four gets beaten up. I. I let me tell you. See, it's discipline. It's discipline, and for so, me. So, what have you done at that point? Ah, uh, maybe. What have you done? Maybe, you know, you know, teachers. They, you know, the beautiful teachers. They don't discriminate. Whether you have stolen a potato from from the dining hall, or, you, or you've caught making noise, or 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 you are caught in a frisky situation in the dorm with with, with a fellow boy, they don't they don't discriminate. But as it, it long was as you are all, found, all boys school. Yes, as long well, as you I'm are found in the, questions. as long as you are found in the reception. I mean, as long as you are found on the parade ground, oh, you are getting your ass whooped. If if you haven't finished your homework, you so know, is this in like front that. of everyone or? No, some teachers have had the dignity to take you to the staff room, where 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 even if you shout, nobody will hear. But there's this staff room that was right next to Form Four West. I can't forget, right next, some teacher was just sadistic. He would take you there. In front of her, so that your place and then you. and then that time you are that first boy in mm-hmm. in class. You're the it guy. Yes, you start screaming yeah, like <laughs> uh, uh, because you have to mask. <laughs> you have to mask it. <laughs> but I believe in discipline like that. I actually do believe in it because, like, I watch some of these American kids. Like, mm. I ha- like I have an aunt who's uh, the they are from the UK. And I see how her kids give her stress. We're in the supermarket. It's like, mommy, I want this. I'm not going to let this. It's rolling on the floor. My father, whoop, whoop my father would have carried me whoop by my kid. shirt like a suitcase. I mean, those are angels. the things that you look at and you're like, I'm glad I'm African. I'm glad I'm African. Some things that, like that, did you see? We, You'd never see an African kid We were that. actually talking about this today morning. You remember just yeah. just before we were recording the podcast. Why, if you serve me food, if you offer me food anywhere in your house, I, I, I will say no, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm starving. Yep. Why? Some because, African mannerisms Because their eyes say yes, my mother will give me some eyes. Mm-hmm. Ati, Ati, Kevin, do you want anything to eat? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mom gives you some eyes like, no, you know what, I think... My stomach is just I'm aching. Fine. No, yeah. no, I'm fine. I'm fine. So, Liam, we were school And you were here eating it's, food. And sadly, right now at my age, it comes out as rude. Yeah. Sometimes it comes as rude. I'm, I'm trying to save you money. I know. I, I'm and sometimes you, money you don't even think groceries. about it. Someone asks you a question and you're just like, no. You probably, you probably even ha- haven't even had the whole statement. Because like, you're very indoctrinated yeah. to say no when you're being exactly. offered something. But now we have these kids running amok. These kids telling your mom, fuck you. What? I was seeing, I think I saw some video on Twitter where some white kid was bashing the TV because he asked the mom to give, to give him something. I think it was a candy or something. Yeah. And the mom refused. And then he was put on timeout to start bashing the TV. And the mom was there like, please stop. Please stop. Please stop. 
excuse me, please, uh, I don't understand. Uh, I don't even remember t- my mom using the word please. Let me tell you, that sleeper will talk to you. That sleeper will caress your cheeks and and whisper in your ear sweet nothings. Kwanza, that phrase that I always feared. Wait for her to come home. Let me tell you, there's this one time I had done, what had I done? I think I had, I was a kid. I had gone to a friend's house. We were playing. We were, we were playing in his. I think. I think we were playing in the living room. We were playing, playing, playing. Then someone pushed me, so I dropped the TV. Wow. And the TV broke, and you know those days when the TVs were expensive. The one with the like yeah. the stomach at the bottom. Eh, uh, <laughs> you, you, that that TV was low because because it, because it, it had a huge ass. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so you're broken that TV. So me being me. I ran away. I was like, no, I ran away. Where are you running to, though? I ran to the house. And everyone knew where I lived. <laughs> exactly. Because we were neighbors. <laughs> but I ran away because in, because in my head, I'm like, hey, invi- cloak, cloak, of, cloak of invisibility, the gate. <laughs> hey, so this parent comes comes to my house. And those days, my dad, because funny enough, I, I came to re- realize this recently, is that those days, my dad was, he was, he was in that hustle mode, you know? Mm. So he was trying to get us to live, to get, to have a better life for us. Right. Then here I am. Breaking people's TVs. Breaking people's TVs. Your toes do 30K. Like, when he's what? trying to find money to take you to school. Oh, let me tell you, that guy came and my mom was on his home. Told, oh, you know your son. He already left out the fact that his son mm-hmm. pushed me. But now All right. he's like, your son broke my TV. You know, he I just want... had son and broke TV. Exactly. That's it. Hey, That's it. My mother called me to the gate. Even before I even got there, she pinched my cheeks and brought me now to the gate. <laughs> Did you <laughs> one, two, three slaps? Those ones that are those were not not like from far, just, mm-hmm. just like this. You know what? The ones that you know yeah, exactly. the, the proper whooping is coming out exactly. of. Exactly. There she's like, go back to the house and wait for your father. Let me tell you that day I went to sleep at four at four PM. <laughs> I went to about 4 p.m. Because why? What psychopath would wake you up to beat Which you? Which one? Which one? What psychopath? You'll be woken up by that slab. Ati, Ati, this child is nice and peaceful. Let us just leave him. Look at him and his chubby cheeks. Let us just leave him. Then you slap him. Ati, you wake up. Can't do it. <laughs> and then, that time, you're like, you want to announce to everybody so that people don't, without a shadow of a doubt, ni mana kulala. Yeah. From the housey. Good night, Rachel. Good night, mom. Good night, Shiro. Nime, I have gone to sleep. Uh, so it's 4 p.m. Uh, that time, my mom didn't have had none of that. Sit down. Sit down. Because uh, where were you going? Then, uh, that time, my father comes home. He's had a long, he's, he's, he's had a stressful day. I feel like this was God's work. Because he needed an outlet. <laughs> and his son had fucked up. And that was the day. Ah, uh, that that is that is what you 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 kids of not is called therapy. <laughs> eh, so my heart pulls up. He's being told Saizo Bana. He's trying to figure out where he's going, where he's going to get money for school fees because because we, we have given a letter like don't bring a child to school. Then here he is breaking oh, the wow. TV. Ni telepa school fees ama nita ama I'll buy a TV. Hey, so my my father was sadistic, yeah. Those guys of, because my dad would would beat me with a plastic hanger, like five of them, yeah, five plastic hangers together. No, the beating is done when the when all hangers are broken. Oh, that is wow. when that is when the beating is done. Sometimes when you see his hand coming, you 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 want to punch the mm, hanger so, so, so it breaks. Break. Next, he's wow. sadistic. He's like, you know what? Go and get a hanger. So me, I was, so you're choosing uh, yep. your weapon. Yeah, choose choose <sighs> choose your way of death. I go upstairs, then I'm there. You, you know how when you're a kid, you're like, am I, if I say for too long, he will just uh, mm-hmm. forget. Like, what are you doing? Dad, all of the hangers have clothes. <laughs> all, all of the hangers have clothes. Hey, he came upstairs and removed those clothes and whooped my ass so bad. And funny enough, like we think we like some 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 people might be in the comments like oh my god that was child abuse mm. right now we sit down and laugh about it you do you laugh really about do. it but he tells me live yo i had to be hard on you man because yeah. i wanted you to be a good functioning member of society I'm not going around to break people's tv so ladies and gentlemen if you ever invite me to your house i promise i will, I will never break your tv on purpose if you get kids would you beat them yes 
like 100 per, okay not like like not just just not the not the you know but there are parents who beat their kids with hot coal and stuff like that nah just simple discipline slap you once in a while beat you with five plastic hangers and uh, you know <laughs> well, basics, I mean, we basics. Don't, not too bad i mean we we don't have to go there no, five no, i mean we not don't too have bad. to as long as i am within the human rights organization i'm good human rights says time out that's Ati? it Human rights says time out. Fuck a time out. I will tell about your cheeks. <laughs> What do you mean? It says time out and then you tell them you're not having break today. You're going to school like that. You're not having dinner today. And that is how athletes athletes are born. I wish <laughs> I wish my mom did more of that man. I wouldn't be this big. <laughs> I mean, there you go. You do that to your kids and you probably have like a kipchoge and then you don't have to work again. Anymore. There you are. There you are. There so you are. So time out, right? Time out and no meals, right? There's this there's this one girl who was my neighbor. Those those kids were just fucked up. There's this time I I don't know and her their parents like her, her dad who was a soldier. So he's so strict. Mm. Strict dads. We are playing outside at seven o'clock. We see some girl screaming, running. She jumped to the gate and ran. <laughs> to ran, her house. Ran out the estate. Jumped to the gate. She jumped the gate. The the, the gate ha, 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 had spikes, mind you. You know that, that if she's not an athlete now and a marathoner I don't know steeple chase or something that's a waste of talent man she she is probably just a she's she's probably a nurse somewhere oh, I don't man. know but yeah she just be ran out she, she she just ran out so whatever beat my kids yes I would yes I would I would whoop their asses sorry Kev's kids if you're listening I'm sorry I'm sorry uh, Kev's kids knows they they know they know but I wouldn't be sadistic about it. Mm. I do more of dialogue. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I will tell you once like you once the second time okay. Yeah, third time I will leave you with a slipper to how to have a <laughs> to have a con, to to have a conversation. Talk to the slipper. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tell it all your problems. Nice. Therapy. Therapy. So you probably be the bad parent. Probably. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. But the moment you turn, but the moment you turn 18 I will I will take you for your first beer or corkot fast beer. Mm. Yeah, 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 all that. But I feel like dads most dads when the kids come of age it is like a switch. Yeah. They tend to have like a more adult We were actually having now. this same conversation uh with with someone just today. Mm-hmm. Same thing. And then the moment you move out it's no longer father son it's it really it's, it's two men. Yeah. It, it is two men talk, talking about life. I think I've seen it with most of my friends of more ever that. had a parent telling you about their pregnancy scare. What? That's so weird. That's how deep it gets. How how do you even respond to that? You're like by the, by the even me juicy. <laughs> even so me then juicy. Does your father cease to be your friend and he's just now like Kev? Seriously? That is? Does he cease to be your friend now that when you're telling him about the pregnancy scare he's like, now he Buddha, becomes, he becomes what did your you do? father like all of a sudden? Buddha. What did you do? Yeah. <laughs> you know that's such a funny con- and a weird conversation to have not really when you have when you have that kind of relationship it's fantastic mm. so that you as in so that you are not scared like let me tell you one thing that that my dad did that, that I loved my dad never hid alcohol from like at he don't ever come to this house drunk ever he was never like that to the point that the first time I got like too, super sloshed yeah. at someone's house I called him and he came and got me he came and picked me up at for some reason i don't I, i i i opened my eyes i was in a bar closed my eyes opened my eyes i was somewhere in langata in some random house and i was talking to some girl and mind you that time i had a girlfriend i had, I had no idea who, who the hell this person was I, the alcohol made me teleport there i am i have no idea where i am but when i call my dad i give him the exact directions i don't know where i am but i give him the exact directions come to nhc get second gate blue gate nini so he comes He comes and picks me up. So I'm, I'm crying dad, I'm sorry. He's like, no, "You're no, crying." Fine. Hey, the alcohol had hit. <laughs> I had mixed Guinness and Viceroy. I mean, I like the way all this time you're just blaming the alcohol. Like It's alcohol. Like he probably told you take this, take that. Peer pressure. Right? Okay, it let's is, blame it another is, thing. It is now, it is never right? my fault. Okay. It's it never is, never it's ever. Never, when? Why I mean, me, my fault? Episode one, me? We established that nothing is ever your fault. It is never my fault. Please, it, it, it is the world. So 2021 we're also it, sticking it's to that. The world. So the beauty of that is that I learned to have a healthy relationship with alcohol because if you tell a kid not to drink alcohol the moment they get a chance 
Or they will overindulge. They will overindulge and come to your house, you know, and that's not even come to Or you may find because they're scared of coming to your house, they go to a questionable person's house. Right. Yeah. As in just to avoid that. Like, bro, come on. Be open with your kids. I mean, I'm sorry, I don't have a teleporting story about me drunk because that's just not what I do. Maybe, I, I, I don't know, maybe you've only taken Mabuyu when you were... When probably, you were, probably. When you were not supposed to? Mabuyu and Achari. Eh? Like, I just eat a lot. Or you are caught with a Red Bull. Oh my maybe, God. yeah. I oh said at God. someone's house, I had to call my mom because I was high on sugar. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's crazy how our... Our child stories are extremely different. Yeah. Are extremely different. Me, the the moment I turned 18, uh, there was this club in town called, um, what was it called? Lifestyle Lounge. Was this a Nakuma Lifestyle yes, building? Yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. Lifestyle Lounge. Um, what was the name of the club? Um, Secrets. Secrets Lounge. There's another one that I saw people talking about on Twitter. That's the one that that I'm. That to... apparently it has a it had a shisha joint and everyone used to go into it. <laughs> oh, Zaytun. I think something Zaytun, like that. Zaytun. Because guys were talking about how lifestyle was the joint back in the day. Lifestyle and was everyone Zaytun. was hanging out. You there. are in class, Stockmore. I was doing C- uh, CPA Friday, twelve o'clock. Because me and my boy are like, eh, Buddha. So where are we meeting? So because they're in straff. Because in Strathmore, mm-hmm. you have to go home and change into home clothes. But you, you're already in You home are in uni, but, but you're changing into home clothes. Because there you are, it's a Friday, but you have a suit. Ah, and right, because we had a dress code, yeah. Yeah, because a dress code. Hey, hey, so you go home and change, but hey, come on, in the latest jeans and sneakers, you know, there you are. Go to the liquor store in Lifestyle. I'll start with the Chinese bar that was that was on the first floor where they sold disgusting shots for a hundred bob. I mean, I like the way you're giving me exact directions because I would know. I would know. You were. I thought I saw you there. Oh, one I time. was probably at Nakuma. That's the only thing I would probably. You did not there, have your hijab it. on. Hey! Wow! Wow! Hey. I look nice. Eh? <laughs> you were. You were. You were there down in Chinese shorts. Hey guys, it's a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> Please do, please do. Can't, can't be having people calling my mom. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> See, there was a confession. Hey, nah, nah, nah. Rachma's haram friend. It's a joke. Was cussing while he was telling while he was telling this story. Yeah, it is a joke. <laughs> this is how husbands just leave. Please. By, please. What husbands? What husbands? Whoa. What husbands? <sighs> All right. All right. <laughs> cool. Yeah. So those are, so those are good days. The way you would. Leave the club on lifestyle so drunk, but but by the time you walk into your citizens in office center, you're sober. My trick was leave the club stagger, get into lifestyle, get to, to Nakumat, buy a liter of water. By the time I'm getting to office center, Miami, I'm sober and I'm good to go. <laughs> and I'm good to go, yeah. But but then the, the distance was so long, it was, it was like a stretch because imagine from Ada and then from Strathmore, and then you get a mat that will drop you at office center. Yep. And then you have to walk like for 15, 20 minutes. Yep, exactly. For what? No, no it was like a 35 minute walk. Yeah, depending mm-hmm. on how fast you walk. Okay, okay. That's just... Stay home. Well, I mean, there was there was Narabi West. A lot of people used to drink at Narabi West. Funny enough, I was in South, but I never drank at Narabi West. Okay. I, as I, I mean, I, I had standards. Oh, excuse you. Please. I could drink at Metro, which was literally a hole that had no ventilation, and nineteen-year-old kids that were that had that were gender, the walls would sweat because that's how packed <laughs> packed it was. But for me, Nairobi West, no. Because it's too bougie for that. Yeah, ah, me ah, Nairobi West. All right. No, no, no. I will, I will go and make out make out with girls in the middle of an alley where 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 guys are peed. But but Nairobi <laughs> West, you know. You know, uh, not at all. You'd rather take a thirty-five minute walk. Exactly, exactly, okay. exactly, exactly. Standards. I've seen your standards. Exactly, and then that moment where you've convinced a girl that, hey, you know, you're hot and heavy. Ah, let's let's do this. Where are you going to do it? Where? Those alleys along where lifestyle was. Those were such disgusting alleys. You wanna go and smash it in an alley? No, that was such disgusting. I did alleys. see some people smashing uh, smashing an alley. Many, many people, many dirty, people. Dirty. Uh, dirty, dirty people. Was it even hygienic? That wasn't. It was disgusting. But me, I had Guys. gone to, I had, I had gone to preach the word of God, 
but uh, I mean, you know. till to date, till to date, those those places are very dingy. Like the streets, the actual streets around the the lifestyle place are very clean. You can even walk with your phone out. It's very yeah. safe. But then the very small, narrow alleyways in between the buildings are just nasty. Now, now that alley behind lifestyle, when we were that age, we, you would never go there. That's where the Odis were. Ma Odi wa, Moranga wa, Mekam Namandom. Those guys. Actually, I was saying in the midst of all those threads, people talking about their experiences with the lifestyle building. Yeah. Someone was saying that there's a guy who constantly just sells socks yep. at the entrance hey. and he's the dealer. And he had dreadlocks, Kwanza. Hey. Yeah, people were saying that. Hey. Was it true? He sold socks and weed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Perfect combination. You smoke some weed, you feel cold. <laughs> so you just buy go. both of them. Yeah. Like, nipati moja na moja. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So you're set. So it was buy one, so it was buy one, get get one free kind of. <laughs> How much would you sell the socks? Uh, like 50 bob, 100 bob or something like that. Uh, so when, if you're, if you're going there as someone who's buying socks, at what point does he tell you, I have other merchandise? No, no the, he would never tell you, you would just know. How would you know though? See, maybe someone told that, hey, does it so, 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 hey, Buddha, and now the socks, now your stuff. So, you never say it. You will never say, hi, I would like to buy a pair of socks and, and some bangi, please. Mm-hmm. Never, never like. Uh, I mean, I'm uh, trying to imagine this transaction. Like, how did it even start the business? Because there's there's a point where you're like, now He was a proper businessman because he knew many girls who were coming on Fridays were these young kids. Hmm. And many of these young kids, what do they do? They smoke bangi. Many of them do. So, Beshara, for him, yeah, there you go. Then he told me one, one person, spread the word. That's it. Yeah. Okay, apparently it's there until today. Really? Yeah, that's what guys were saying on Twitter. This was like in November when that thread was going around. This was in twenty. This was in twenty. And there were different people. Twenty eleven. Yeah, and there were different people saying that he dressed really sharply. Um, he was very very clean. Eight years later, he yeah. has even opened like a like like a boutique somewhere that sells socks and puts weed inside. That apparently still, still on the place. streets. Still on the streets. Aye. Yeah. Aye. You guys giving him business. Ati, ati, you guys. Where were we? You guys. Where were we? You were a customer, please. I don't know what marijuana is. How dare you? You do not. How dare you? You had it here, guys. Ah, Mimi nimu, mimi nimu, toto wa mungu. What do you mean? PK. PK ni? Pastor's kid. Fuck you, man. Like, why are you cursing right immediately? You said Mtoto Amungu. Wow. The irony. The irony, ladies and gentlemen. Yo, Rahma Ramadan. That's so haram. Rahma Ramadan. One hour, six minutes straight. That that was great. We may be moving into the one hour mark. I mean, do you guys really want a one hour podcast? I feel like we've, we've been between 40 to like 50 something yeah. for the longest time. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. yeah, but people need to hear your sexy male voice. I mean, they need to. People have to. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that has been episode 30 of the, of the That's Our Run podcast with me, Kevin Gekere. And your lovely co-host, Rahma Ramadan. Check us out on YouTube at That's Our Run podcast, Instagram at That's Our Run podcast, Twitter at That's Our Run. I'm getting so fucking good at this. Mm-hmm. Twitter at That's Our Run. Check us out individually. I'm at Kevin Gekere. At Rahma.Ramadan. Ramadan with a D, not with a T, you Kikuyus out there. Oh, oh that's how you say it in, Kik- in Kikuyu? Ramadani. Oh, no, no, without the I. Ati? Without the I. <laughs> anyway, guys, man, we should have something special for episode 30, man. 30 episodes, we have, 30 weeks. We probably have, like, so many other weeks to do yeah, special 30 things, weeks, so 30. it's fine. It's all right. Next we thing. We got time, we got time. Now, we have, we have, we have something for episode 20. Guys, we have something planned out. Um, for episode 20? No, like oh sorry, oh sorry. I mean, I mean like a hundred. Oh yeah, yeah. We have yeah. we have some stuff planned that so you check it out. So check us out. I would suggest you subscribe to our YouTube channel at That's Our Ram Podcast on YouTube. You definitely. Have I to like subscribe. the way this time it's a suggestion and you're not threatening people like always. I knew yeah, you knew me. Oh wow, it will last for like two weeks, but it's fine. Exactly. Then I will. Then I will be back to thre- to threatening to break your kneecaps. Anyway, subscribe, guys. We have some wonderful stuff planned. We might be doing skits, you know. We we may be having a let's talk who, who, with Rakma. Oh, my camera person is busy t- telling me to look at the camera. Hi, c- can you see me? 
Can you see me? Don't make a dark joke. I didn't I say see anything. You. I, I didn't do say anything. not make a dark joke. I see you, Rachma. <laughs> I don't. Guys, we shall see you guys next week on uh, episode for episode 31. Take care and toodles. Oh, I can't believe that was